everybody, and welcome to episode 93 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, comedian Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night from downtown beautiful Belmore, New York. I uh, always come to you on Mondays because that's when I weigh in back on WW since May 1st of 2017. Always like to do a podcast right after a weigh-in. This way everything's fresh in the head. As I've been doing these weekly reflections, they've, they've really helped me out a lot. And, and I recommend it to, to anybody doing a weight loss journey or anything where you got to step on a scale each week. Or maybe anything in life before you do something that, you know, the results might necessarily not mirror what you put into it. Maybe then do a little bit of a weekly reflection and just get your head right before you go ahead with that. So I've been doing these each week for a while now, and it really does help. It really is like all the difference as far as the way I feel going into a weigh-in, less stress, and it just helps you kind of, you know, go through the week and, you know, you're like, oh, wow, I, I... I did good this week. So with that said, I'll read you my weekly re- uh, reflection here, my pre-weigh-in reflection. I'm feeling really good both physically and mentally heading into tonight's weigh-in. Strong week on plan, trying new things and staying focused. I had so many non-scale victories this week that no matter what the scale says, I'm happy. I accomplished more than I thought I could. Selfishly, I want to hit 200 tonight because my coach will be away for about a month after tonight. To do that, I have to lose 4.4, and that is unlikely after a 4.2 loss last week. With my history, I'll stay around the same or, or go up. Only thing I would change this week is getting more workouts in. My allergies this week wore me out and made breathing harder while exercising. Looking forward to my first weigh-in this month. So it was. It was the first weigh-in for November, and... Uh, it's been my pattern. It has. It's been my pattern that, like, if I have a big loss, especially at the end of a month, the first week weigh in, I'll usually go up a little bit. I'll stay the same. But tonight, I, I was down two pounds for a grand total now of 197.6. Uh, I could be a week away from 200. It, it's it's very close. I mean, if I had another good week, I'll, I'll be at 200. It's surreal to think about a, a little bit, and you know it's 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 been a goal of mine for a while. That next goal to hit two hundred, and as I've been saying all along, when I do hit two hundred pounds down, I will reveal my starting weight on the podcast. And some people make oh, it's not a big deal. To me, it's a very big deal. There are a very small handful of people who know my starting weight. And most of them, it's because they've weighed me in at the at the workshops. Other than that, I've told maybe three people outside of that. And to me, it's a, it's a very private, a private thing, a very private number. But I, I feel like it's important for me to share it uh, with you guys and to anybody out there who is in that that same boat that may, may be thinking that it's not possible. 
I want to show you just how possible it is. Because believe me, I, I was in that boat too before I joined again. I, I sat on my couch every night and thought it was impossible. I thought this is my fate. This is it. There's no coming back from this. And little did I know that it would just take, you know, kicking the butt for myself and we're here. We're just about here now. It's 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 coming up. And I'm excited about it. I I really am. It's uh you know, uh Friday was my two and a half year anniversary on WW. It was two and a half years on November first. And and I I can't I can't think that I would even fathom being here two and a half years ago. Because honestly, I, I thought it'd be like every other time before. I know I've said that before, but you know, when we start this again, when we embark on it, we don't it's crazy. We don't see success right away. Maybe some people do. I know I don't. And people I've talked to, the first thing you think of is like, well, I, I did this before. Uh, it's, it's not going to work this time. You know, what? what's going to be different? And that's the question you got to ask yourself. And I can't give you that answer. I can tell you what was different for me. I can tell you, you know, I was sick of being the way I was. Not just physically, but just mentally. And I was sick of being sick. Lauren says, so proud of you. Thank you so much, Lauren. I actually got to text you tomorrow. I might need to be a part of the documentary that they're filming on me. Look at you. you camera ready. <clears throat> oh, before I do this, I'll show you guys these pictures of my, my nephews. The guys on Facebook Live. They got their school pictures. Look how handsome they are. Look at those kids. Talk about a why, too. There it is right there. To be around my nephews, to, to be able to do things with my nephews. That was part of the uh, the non-scale victories I had this week. Uh, my nephew, Luke, he's the oldest one. He's playing football. And he had a tournament on Saturday. And after the games were over, I usually have been taking him for... Like get a treat at Seven Eleven, and my nephew Rocco was there too. I said, "Buddy, you want to come as well?" He wanted to come. It was the first time I kind of took both of them on my own, like in my car, taking them places, and and I'm thinking to myself, you know, two and a half years ago that never would have happened, because the only time I really hung out with them, I would go to my brother's house, I would sit on his chair in his living room, and I'd fall asleep. And then I get up and go back home. Like it was, it was like I was there, but I wasn't there. And I, I couldn't really be there because physically wasn't allowing me to be there. To the point now where just taking the two kids and heading off and, and going to do things, that's more now of uh, a reality. And to me, one of the biggest non scale victories ever. Now, as you guys know, um, keep on the non-scale victory train. You know, I've, I've, I found that I have arthritis in my knee and it's, it's, it's been a struggle as far as, you know, keeping up with the exercise and 
you know, I had that 11 pound gain in three weeks due to the medication they put me on. And I haven't been able to do my Saturday walk. And I, I love that Saturday walk, not just for the whole, uh, the, the workout part of it, but just it clears my head. I get on that trail and I put my headphones on. I listen to music and I just go. And like for about an hour and a half to two hours, it's just me and nothing else. So my knee's been feeling a lot better. I, I've been doing better with it. Uh, I had my cortisone shot a couple of weeks ago. I'll get into that after this. Um, so Sunday... It was like a perfect fall day. It was chilly, but not like cold, but it was just nice little chill in the air. The sun was out. I went down to the preserve, and I did about a mile and a quarter. Very slow and took it easy and because, uh, you know, the knee would act up every, you know, every little bit. But what I did differently is, like, you know, along the trail, they had these workout stations, and they had a, a push-up bars. And I did a uh, I did a few push-ups on the push-up bar. And let me tell you something. I am sore today from it. I did like four sets of five. I could barely do that because I, I weigh a lot still. So it's all my body weight pushing down. I remember in high school, I never did push-ups. I would like kind of sneak to the back and like, you know, when they were doing the push-up things and and thank God my gym teachers never called me out on it and embarrassed me in front of everybody and made me do the no push-ups in front of people, you know. You hear those horror stories. But I'm lucky I didn't have to go through that. But I did uh, did one, the regular push-ups, and then there was another bar. That was meant for stretching, but I did like the close, the hands in. And I am sore today from it, from from both of those sets. So I was just going to be back at the preserve and, and good walking around. And, you know, now I'll, I'll go for the gel shots and hopefully with the three rounds of gel shots and with the cortisone, I'll be uh, back to normal. If whatever that is, whatever my normal is. But uh, <clears throat> as you guys hear now, I'm stuffed up a little bit. I'm, I'm coughing a little bit. My my allergies have been killing me th- these last couple of weeks. I get bad allergies, like when the seasons change, like right around this time. I'll get it like it, I, every time, every season. I'll get uh, a couple of weeks of, of bad allergies, and I got that. And, and sometimes just working out, it's hard to breathe because I, I can't breathe because I'm all stuffed up. So I haven't been able to work out like I wanted to. So I'm happy to be losing. I'm happy to be down 6.2 pounds in two weeks. And part of it's the knee feeling better. I, I know that. It's not as swollen. I mean, the cortisone shot took the swelling right out of the knee, which was awesome. You know, and that was the only good thing to come out of that, that doctor's visit, really. Becca says, I'm so proud of you. Becca, I'm proud of you, too. Killing it. I saw your meal prep. Hitting the gym. That's the thing, too. I I just want to throw this out here. If if anybody's out there and you just started going to the gym and you're not seeing results on a scale, 
Um, like Rebecca says here, I, I'm over here in Struggle City, working the program, gym, et cetera, but you are motivating me. Rebecca, you're not in Struggle City. Like you, you, you're working the program and you're going to the gym. That doesn't sound like you're struggling to me. That sounds like you're, you're, you're doing the program. You know, it happens like when you first start working out and you haven't really worked out before and you go hard at the gym, your weight's either going to go up a little bit or you're going to stay there around the same. It happened to me probably took two months. I started working out like really consistently last August and it took like August and September. I was just looking at this on like going back on, on my old posts. September, I actually went up like 0.6. And then, you know, once those two months were like done, I went down like 13 pounds the next month. So you have to give it time to, to, to really sink in with your body. And, and Christine's right here. Take measurements. Rebecca has been staying the same for months, even change up food. So it's, it's time to join the gym. Yeah. You know, you're doing all the right things. You're meal prepping, you're eating right. You're doing the program. You're going to the gym. You know, I always say those hit the check marks. You're doing, you hit all the check marks. Believe me, the scale will start going down. We all go through it. You've been on it now for a, a long time. You've lost a, a, a huge amount of weight. You got this. So just just keep that in mind when you start something new. <clears throat> so I went to this doctor to get my cortisone shot. And I tell you, I, I kind of had a couple of things um, that threw me for a little bit of a loop these last couple of weeks. And it didn't throw me off my program. Just sometimes people have a way of making you feel like bad about yourself. And, and I don't think they, sometimes they intentionally do it, but you just don't say things to people sometimes. So I went to the, I went to the, not the gym. I went to the doctor to get my cortisone shot. No, I get where the doctor's coming from. He's reading the charts. He's reading the stats. He's reading the numbers. A 40-year-old guy, he sees my weight, arthritis in the knee. He's already formed his own mind about me. He doesn't know that the last two and a half years, I've killed myself every day to get 197.6 pounds off my body. He doesn't realize how much I stress every day and how much I, I work at this and how much I, I you know, I, I really want to be healthy. Just he's a big guy with arthritis and uh, more than he should be. So I was trying to ask some questions regarding, you know, when I hurt my knee and what I was doing when I hurt my knee and that it wasn't just something like pain just came along. Like I was I was walking four miles every Saturday. Three to four miles every Saturday. I started trading for a 5K. And he was like, it's arthritis. He goes, everybody likes coming here and say it's an injury. but I, It's arthritis. It doesn't get better. I'm like, no, I know that. I was telling him I know that. So it's very dismissive. And just made me feel like I wasn't somebody who had lost weight. So I told him. I said, listen, let's stop you in your tracks. And I told him how much I lost. 
I told him what the situation was, and he kind of got a little better with it, but I just... Sometimes these doctors are just so goddamn condescending and arrogant. Like, I get it. You do things that most people can't. You can, you're a doctor. You heal people. You can... Sometimes they, they cut into people. They perform these amazing surgeries. You do amazing things. It does not give you the right to make somebody feel less about themselves. Because the, the truth of the matter is, I could have broke this guy in half. I'm not, I'm not a tough guy. I don't fight. But the truth is, if maybe we were outside and this guy was talking down to me the way he was, I, I would have maybe stepped up a little bit. But I was at a doctor's office and I really needed that shot. <clears throat> so I kind of told him, you know, where I was coming from and I got the shot and I'm feeling better. But, you know, he, he made it sound like my knee was so far gone and that I needed the knee replacement right away. I took a picture of the x-ray on the, on the computer and I sent it to my dad and cause he, my dad's an x-ray tech, and he was like, no, he goes, you have arthritis. He goes, but you're not there yet. He, he showed me the points that were, that were, that were you know, that were bad, and, and, you know, but it wasn't where I was so far gone. I mean, I, I Google, I started Googling, like, knees right before knee replacement. I'm not bone on bone like that yet. I got cartilage missing. I got, the spaces aren't great. And I'm probably eight to ten years away from a knee replacement. And I said to him, I'm going to continue to lose weight and continue to work out and continue to strengthen the other muscles around my knee. I'm, I'm going to take the steps to, to, to get better. That's the difference between, you know, old Anthony and this Anthony is that I, I want to be healthy and I'm going to take the steps to get healthy and do what I have to do to get healthy. Even if it means using the old lady bike or that machine the girls uses for the, for the legs, you know, and the legs, the I don't know what it's called, but it's like the, the spread eagle machine. I heard that's good for strengthening the inner thigh muscles for your knee. I really don't want to do it, but if it works, it works. Oh, man. It was just, and then this week, last week at work. So I, I work, I work my day job. I work at a generator company. <clears throat> Somebody said the thigh master. It's a spread eagle machine, is what it is. And um, so this guy, we, we just repaired his his generator, and I'm making the invoice out to bill him out. I'm typing away, and and he goes, he goes, let me ask you a question. So what are you doing? What, what are you gonna do about your weight? Like, excuse me. So the being a comedian, the first thing that came to my mind was I, I mind my own business. It's zero carbs, zero calories. Maybe try it. And he and he got defensive. He's like, Oh no, 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 it's not what I'm saying, not what I'm saying, you know, like and I just and I was I was in shock to be honest. After I, I got that, you know, that first shot back at him. It threw me for a loop, I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't, it turned out this guy, he'd help somebody else lose weight, and that's what he does, like, on the side. But that, get a new sales pitch, man, because that's not how you go about it. And it just, it blows my mind. 
that why do they think it's okay to walk up to somebody and say that? You know? Like, why is it okay for you, for you to ask me, what am I going to do about my weight? And then I showed him the, the before and after. I took my, because I couldn't say anything. I took my phone out and I showed him the, the before and after pictures. And he's like, oh, so you're good. You don't need me. I go, no, no, I don't need you for anything. I said, your generator's done. You can back out and get out of here. You know, it's. Nick's on here now, too. Nick says, people love to fat shame. They love to poke the bear. Yeah, they, they, they do. You know, it's, I don't know why that's socially acceptable. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't tell him, I didn't ask him what he's doing for his bad breath. His dragon breath. That the first time he came to the shop and he fell asleep in the waiting room, the waiting room smelled so bad. Like his, I'm like, what died in here? And then... He was in my office, and I, he was paying, and he started talking. I'm like, oh, it's his breath. Did I ask him what he's doing for his breath? And I should have. Hot breath. Oh, it was so gross. Made the whole waiting room stink. Did I ask him that? What are you doing for your breath? No, because i have been insulting. I'm, 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 I'm not pleasant. I'm, I'm, I'm being a dick. You know, that's okay. You know, but I'm going to be honest, it threw me for a loop. It really did. That was on on Friday. And believe it or not, I came home. I I just needed to unwind. I actually had a beer. And I'm I'm not a big, I'm not a big drinker. Nick says here. My best friend Nick, you know, he's he does the haunted house at Schmidt's Farms on Long Island. So next year, go check it out. He, he does a great job. And he said, I had a few nasty comments thrown at the haunt this year. Less than previous, but still had them at each uh each one sucked and didn't feel good. No, it doesn't. Especially, you know, Nick's out there, he he's taking time away from his, his family. He's it's his personal time that he's doing this to entertain you. And you got to throw comments his way. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's the same thing too. Like, what? I don't get it. You know what's what's the other alternatives? Like, somebody gives a comment and you punch them in the face, and they don't do it anymore. That's the only other. That's the only thing I could think of. But it got to me. It really it bothered me. You know, and then work's just been stressful. Um, so I, it was a bad week. But here's here's the difference with having a bad week then and having a bad week now. Now then I just would have ate myself until I didn't feel anymore. That the only thing I felt was a full feeling. That gross, disgusting, full feeling. That's the difference for back then. Now I actually and they let myself feel those feelings and process them. It's crazy, right? You know, how your mindset really changes from going to eating until you're sick until actually feeling until you kind of make yourself sick, but you can deal with it and process it. (coughs) Excuse me. So I did. I came home 
Friday. I, de- I decompressed a little bit, made myself a really nice dinner. Sat on the stoop, went and got a tall boy, a Bud Light, because I like Bud Light. Seven points for the tall boy, not crazy. And I had myself a cigar, and I just sat there and just let the day melt away. And you know what? Listen, he, in the back of my mind, what what got to me was that this guy was just so brazen to say that. But you know what? Not his fault. He's an idiot. It's not his fault that, you know, he has no manners and wasn't taught the right way. I was going to come across somebody that, you know, a little short of fuse in mind. Not many, but there's few. <clears throat> but, you know, because even though I've dropped almost 200 pounds, I, I, I still struggle with things. I still struggle with it. You know, like, I've lost almost 200 pounds, but I'm, I'm still a big guy. So it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mind play for, for me. It, it's... I struggle with certain things, and it's hard to come to grips with sometimes. Like, you know, I, like we've talked about in the past, you see yourself differently. But what I, you know, I started now just recently to talk about it on stage, to tell jokes about it. And for me, sometimes it's the hardest thing to bring something so real to the stage. I mean, I'm very autobiographical in my act anyway, but there's certain things I couldn't really talk about. You know, like my mom. I didn't talk to my mom for years on stage. And if I did, it wasn't that she wasn't here anymore. It was more in a present tense. It took a long time. Probably took about two years ago for me to actually do a joke about her not being here. And not that I'm joking about her not being here, but as a comedian... You know, we deal with our feelings and, and everything by telling jokes about it. We take the hurt and the pain that we feel sometimes and we try to make it funny. <clears throat> and no, I'm not saying losing weight is pain, but things that go along with it are. You know, like sometimes people ask me how much I lost. I tell them how I lost and I see almost like they don't believe me or they're trying to put it back on me. Where did it come from? He's still a big guy. So I just write a joke about it. And and I'll do it on stage, and it makes me feel better. That's just the way I think comedians more than anybody else deal with their issues. We make a joke about it. Um, Yeah, I mean, not being embarrassed by losing weight is, is an issue I have. Not that I'm embarrassed by losing weight. It's almost like sometimes to say the number out loud, it, maybe it's not, maybe embarrassed is not, not the word. Um, it's a little nerve-wracking sometimes. And I, I earned it, and I put a lot of hard work in for it, and I, I, I'm very proud. And that's the thing, too, that I don't want anybody to, to get the wrong idea. I, I'm I'm sorry I keep coughing, but my allergies are really killing me. It makes me cough. 
makes me have stuffy nose, but it makes me have a good radio voice. Um, but it's not that I'm embarrassed of it. I'm, I'm very proud. I, I am. This is probably the most proud of anything I've ever done in my life is the fact that I've done this, but there's just some things that come along a little, some insecurities still there. So I, I, I'm processing all this as well as being very public with it. And I've just decided to talk about it on stage now. And <coughs> as always, it's to help somebody else. And I hope somebody gets something from it, you know, because for a while people, you know, I'll, I'll tell a certain joke when I open my set. And that's the only thing they hang on to. So I want something else there where they can kind of hang on to that as well. And I think by saying what I lost, when I say it on stage, people hang on to that as well too. So that's that's part of the goal and that's part of the the reason I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to talk about that on stage. All right, everybody. That went fast. So hopefully next week we got some big news to talk about. Um, that's going to be uh, a fun one and a not so fun one in a way. So hopefully next week I can come here and I can reveal my starting weight and I can tell you I've lost 200 pounds. But if not, we'll just keep pushing forward and eventually we'll get there. I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook Live and everybody home listening on their podcast listening devices. This has been episode 93 of the WW Bro podcast. Uh, Nick, oh, before I go, my best friend Nick says here, I got something from it. A better you and a friend to do this journey with. Thank you so much, buddy. I, I really do appreciate that. And. As always, I couldn't have gotten through this without Nick. You know, it's it, we lean on lean on each other with this. It's it's, it's a long process, and um, thank you so much, man. I, I really do appreciate that. We are played in and out each week. Speaking of Nick, the song "Something to Believe," the single from Hollow, available on iTunes. Nick wrote this song. Definitely check it out, as well as his other band, Demon Scar, and their full catalog available on iTunes as well. And you can find them, just Google Demon Demon Scar Band and everything will pop up and you can go ahead and follow them and go see them. Only one place to go for your deli needs, that's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Go get yourself an Uncle Cheese. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show. And he'll just grunt at you and make you the best sandwich you ever had. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's ComicAnthonyD, at ComicAnthonyD. And the podcast is available at WW Bro Podcast. You can listen to the podcast always at www.bropodcast.podbean.com. Also, find us on iTunes. Five-star rate and review. I love reading your reviews. <coughs> so keep those coming. I'll be back next week with episode 94. I'll talk to you guys later. Have an awesome week. <laughs>